Religiosity can complicate our relationship with God, and it can feel more like a heavy burden or boxes to check than a deeply personal connection with our Creator. We are also surrounded with messages that tell us that our value is in our ability to get things done, while at the same time saying that we as women shouldn't stand out or draw attention to ourselves. My name is Emily Lewis, and you're listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. For 26 years of my life, I felt like it was my responsibility to keep God happy by doing all the things. I was desperate to be good and to belong. So I exhausted myself by checking the boxes and squeezing myself into the expectations of what others and what I thought God wanted from me. But when I learned that God loves me unconditionally and with radical grace, that allowed me to let go of toxic relationships with the church and myself. Now, as a beloved daughter of God, a wife, a mom, a kids ministry pastor, a speaker, and a worthiness coach, I am confidently living the life that God meant for me. I'm here to help you overcome beliefs that are no longer serving you so that you too can live a well-rested life, ask for what you want, confidently expect to receive what you're worth, and have deep, authentic relationships with God, yourself, and others. When you are grounded in God's grace and own who He says you already are, it opens up the door for the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. I'm Emily Lewis, and I'm so glad you're here, friend. Hey there, friend. Welcome to this Life-Giving Friday episode. I hope you're doing well today. I'm excited to bring you some encouragement around your identity and who God sees you to be. Because you know when we own that, it opens up so much possibility and opportunity for us. So I'm going to read you what I just saw on Instagram on the Christian Mompreneur's Instagram account. It's really simple, but it's profound. It says, David's brothers saw a shepherd. God saw a king. Let God define you and not others. So in this story, David is left at home to tend to the sheep. And he's the youngest brother. I don't remember how many brothers he has. I should know. Seven brothers, something like that. And all of his older brothers, um, or at least three are named, are at the battle where they're fighting the Philistines. And this is the famous battle that David fights Goliath at. But David shows up because his dad sent him with cheese and meat for the king or for their captain and for them, you know, provision. And when David shows up, his brothers immediately just start mocking him. And it's kind of strange for grown men, but not strange for brothers to be like, oh, you're just so-and-so. Because the people who know us from our past or know a version of us, a smaller version of ourselves, like they would have of David, like they remember when he was in diapers and all the things. Those people can have a hard time seeing the potential or seeing what God is calling us into or what God has called us past, that we are not our past or the smaller version of ourselves. So his brothers start making fun of him. Like, why in the world are you here? You're just here because you want to see the, the battle. Like you're just here for the entertainment value. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not. Dad sent me. That's why I'm here. And they mock David even more 
when Goliath gets up and taunts them and David is like, who is this guy mouthing off to our God? I'm going to go fight him. And they're like, you can't fight him again. They're remembering the smaller version of him. Like you're our little kid brother. Like you can't go fight him. You're crazy. And he, you know, tries on the armor. It doesn't fit because he's trying to be something that he's not right. Another lesson, but in the end, he fights Goliath with what he knows, the tools that he is familiar with, with God on his side, and defeats Goliath, wins a really great victory for the Philistines. And this is one time in David's life where he won victory and God saw more in him. And he rose to an occasion that was beyond what other people thought he was capable of. And God also chooses him and anoints him king, regardless of his outward appearance or regardless of what maybe culturally should have been, quote unquote, should have been done when he picked the youngster, the young, young, the youngest of Jesse's sons to be king. But that's who God sees inside of him, not a scraggly shepherd boy, not that anything is wrong with being a shepherd. Wherever we've been called to is where we're supposed to be and where we can show up with full power and full authority like David had done as a shepherd. But God saw something else in him that his brothers couldn't see yet. And he rose to the occasion of who God said that he was. So I'll read this quote one more time. David's brothers saw a shepherd. God saw a king. Let God define you and not others. So if there's people in your life who don't understand where you're coming from, or they don't understand where you're headed, or they keep reminding you of who you've been in the past, you don't have to let that define you. You can make new choices. You can agree with who God says that you are and operate in his love and in your worthiness and value now. And that will shape your decisions today and shape your future. If you want to walk more in that worth, if you're ready, if the time is now to stop operating in past beliefs of who people have thought you were, who you thought you were, roles that you felt like you had to be playing and fitting in, in your life, and you want breakthrough out of that. And you want to up level, you want to step into everything that God is calling you to with a bold confidence. I would love to support you and help you. I have group programs and one-on-one options so that you can get the support and help that you need to be the highest version of yourself, living the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. Go to yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash coaching. That's yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash coaching. You can put your name and email in, in there and I will reach out to you. As always, you can reach out to me on Instagram too. Send me a DM and let's chat. Let's see what would be the next best step for you in your growth and your healing. Thanks so much for listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. If this episode was an encouragement to you or you heard a nugget that you needed, I invite you to share it with a friend. Who else relates and would be blessed by today's episode? And it would help me out so much if you would leave a review for the Abundant Grace Podcast. It makes a world of difference getting this podcast into the ears of other people so that they can be empowered to own their worth too. 
As always, I would love to hear from you. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email at hello at emilyklewis.com. I'm praying for you and cheering you on in your faith and healing. Have a great rest of your day. And remember, there is nothing you can do to add or take away from your worth. And there is nothing you can do that will make God love you more and nothing you have done that makes God love you any less.